if somebody said to me, Krista, here's a thousand dollars for your marketing for the entire year, what will you spend it on? I would say producing video content and properly distributing it through running ad campaigns. You want to win before you arrive. A brand new agent, her name was Sue Lafave, she got voted best realtor in town as a brand new agent before she had ever sold a house. Her town literally nominated her best realtor because they saw her everywhere. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Hello, Patrick Lilly here and welcome to the Rev Podcast, where we ask the question, what does success mean to you? When we ask that question, we're always looking for different means that you're going to resonate with that can help you become the real estate broker and the person you want to be. And somebody reached out to me recently and said that Kristen Mayshore would be the perfect person to interview for lots of reasons. One, she's a successful broker, but we're going to talk specifically today about becoming a local celebrity. So Krista, welcome to Rev. Thanks for having me, Patrick. I really appreciate it. It's a great show you have. Thank you. So, Brent, well, you're in Brentwood, California, right? Yeah, Northern California. I'm about an hour from San Francisco. I love Northern California. And where I am right now, it's snowing. So part of me wishes I was there. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, snow's nice, but it's also cold. You know, everything's got pluses and minuses, right? Absolutely. Where are you at? I have a home in, in New York City, and then I have a place up in the Hudson Valley. So right now I'm in the Hudson Valley. Oh, gotcha. So, Krista, you sell over 100 homes a year. Is that right? Yes, pretty much every year since I've been in the industry. Since you've been in the industry, how many years has that been? 20. The, the first year in my industry, I sold 69 homes, like 69 transactions. And my best year in the industry, I did 169 transactions. All right, that, this is probably not what we're going to talk about, but I'm fascinated. How did you sell 69 homes in your first year? I came home one day to empty bank accounts and uh, <laughs> two daughters under the age of five. Uh, uh, my husband was having an affair, and next thing you knew, I, I no, just... Oh, really? Yeah, I just left my full-time teaching job and um, to be a stay-at-home mom because my daughter had gotten really, really sick. And then I found out very shortly thereafter that you know, I was gonna. I was just gonna play real estate was my goal, and my side hustle became my my main hustle, so I could keep my kids in their house. <laughs> wow! You know, in retrospect, looking back, it was good that your husband was cheating on you because that that was the extra push to, to move you into where you are in your life now. Oh, absolutely! And I um, I'm doing what I love again now. I'm coaching and training agents across the country, so it, it was. Total full circle. So if you're listening and you have something bad that's going on right now, I really do believe there's silver lining in everything because now I'm happily married. I met the love of my life and you know things are great. So I, I wouldn't change anything. Let me ask you a really important question. Is your new husband hot? Of course he is. 
hot to me. We're fifties. I don't know how hot we can be, you know. Well, so let me just tell you the reason when you told me that you've been selling for twenty years because your photograph you don't look at. You look much much younger than you oh, sell for twenty years. Yeah, well, you send me a check, Krista. That's all I know. All right. Yeah, a little airbrushing, you know, and Botox. It doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> so let's talk about. I would like to just go into your first year in the business, 69 deals. What did you do? I mean, I think most people are lost their first year in the business. Did you connect with a mentor? What did you do? I followed what everybody else was doing, watched what my peers were doing, and just tried to do it better. I mean, I mean, really, and I, I hustled. Like, when the phone rang, I, I jumped. Um, I door knocked way back then. I mean, when I was door knocking. It was crazy, right? Wearing my ugly, you know, cloud pillow shoes so my feet wouldn't hurt. If the phone would ring during Christmas dinner, I'd, I'd go show the house. That's that's really what it was. It was just a lot of sweat and blood and tears. And I just studied the business really, really quickly. I'm, I'm a likable person. People like me. I'm great with people. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know. It's been so long. Like People ask me, I'm like, what did I do? I just I just worked. <laughs> you know, it says a lot, Krista, that, you know, just working hard pays off. And just being enthusiastic pays off. And I would say that... Two brokers are up for the same listing. One's highly experienced and goes in there like, you know, okay, I'm going to get this listing. I'm the best. And another younger broker with less experience goes in, but is super duper excited about it. The super duper broker is going to win off more often than the, the one with all the experience, in my belief. I still hear this to this day because I have a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of confidence. I hear probably weekly that people hire me because of my enthusiasm. Like they love how enthusiastic and positive I am. I hear it all the time. And listen, it rubs off. You know, when I'm coaching people, I find that about 35% of the time, I'm really, really working on their mindset more than anything else and about bringing some joy into their life because that's what tends to be missing. And it, it makes a big difference. And you can tell you have a lot of joy in your life and you've created it from yourself, from your work from, you know, not a great situation. So kudos to you, Krista. Oh, thank you. I, I agree. Mindset is everything. It's a huge, huge part of what we uh, practice as well, big time. So let's talk about what you're doing. So you used to do open houses. You do used to door knock. You used to cold call. You're not doing that anymore. So tell us what you are doing. Yeah. So I haven't done that in, I mean, years and years. Um, I focus on attraction-based marketing, pulling the business towards me. And I think right now, most people are, it's constant push, 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 right? The second that they stop working, making those phone calls or doing the open houses, the business goes away. You know, I would much rather be getting a quickie on the weekend with my husband or making donuts with, for my kids instead of feeding my neighbors donuts, right? For an open house, like, to, and to be quite funny and frank, um, I'm, I'm not one that, that likes to do open houses. So, um, I haven't done them for gosh, probably around eight, eight or eight or nine years. But what I have been doing is I create uh, a lot of video content. So what I focus on is is what I call engagement marketing. So I engage my community. I'm developing a relationship with my community. I'm letting my community get to know me, and then in return, they're getting to like me and to trust me and to see me as the authority figure. And I do that by creating content on a consistent basis. And more importantly, making sure the content actually gets seen by my community. Let's start with the content first. Okay. What, okay. what type of content are you creating? 
I do like market updates every single month. Um, like for example, this month I created eight videos that were specifically targeting sellers. Four of them were seller focused videos. The other four were like market update, market predictions, what to expect in 2021. But on top of that, I do like interviewing local restaurants, interviewing local professionals, showing what I'm cooking for dinner one day. I mean, anything and everything you can think about, I will create a video on it and run an ad behind it so to make sure it gets exposed. Okay, so, so let's, let's talk about the video portion first, and we'll talk about the ad, and then we'll go from there, okay? Okay, okay. So, so uh, I can talk just as quick as you can, though I actually think you might beat me out on that sometimes. So, <laughs> so you can move to New York anytime you'll fit in, Krista. Yes. And and we're allowed to interrupt people in New York. That's just, that's a, that's in the bylaws of New York City. No the, problem. When you're doing video content, is there a videographer? Are you using your iPhone? What's what's the range of what the what how the the videos are being shot? So a lot of people first, Patrick, are afraid of doing video. Like, you know, it's it's something that I've been preaching for years and years. And even with people that I coach, like getting over the fear of doing video is hard because people are afraid of how they look or what they're gonna are they gonna sound stupid or people gonna like them. Oh, I'm too new. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too thin. I'm too heavy. I mean, my nose is big. You name it. People are worried about about doing video. Nobody likes to be put on the spot. My favorite response to that is when somebody says I'm I'm too ugly or I'm too fat. Lee Brown, who's one of my favorite people in the world, she she always says to them, well, honey, you're too fat or you're ugly in person. They're going to find out sooner or later. So it better be sooner than later. Yeah, it's totally true. I I would say that's how you look. That's how you, that's you. You can't put a bag over your face when you go somewhere. So it, the nice thing about video is anybody can learn anything. You can learn it just like you learned how to ride a bike or just how you learned how to get along with your partner, right? Anybody can do it. And I, I mean anybody. Another common objection that I get is, oh, I'm too new in real estate. Hey, perception is reality. If you're new and you're talking about what's happening in the real estate market, you're, you know, you're interviewing local local restaurants or local businesses, if you're talking about, you know, market updates, if you're going, you know, doing Market Watch Monday and Tour Home Tuesday, and we can just keep going on and on, you're giving seller tips and buyer tips, you're, you're featuring um, new home development communities. The bottom line is, is that you look like you are busy. So even as a brand new agent, this strategy works fabulously. We actually had a brand new agent. Her name was Sue Lafave. She got voted best realtor in town as a brand new agent before she had ever sold a house. Her town literally nominated her best realtor because they saw her everywhere. And before you know it, you know, now she is doing business, but it takes a little bit of time for things to kind of start warming up. So doing content on anything, think about what are the problems that are happening right now in the real estate industry? What are problems buyers are facing? What are problems sellers are facing? If you want to be considered the solution, you've got to be solving a problem. So start solving people's problems and creating content around that. And you know what's so great with social media and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram is you don't need like in the old days, to have access to cable news or network news or the major periodicals to get your message out there, you can take your your iPhone or your Android phone and you can do a gorilla video and load it up and it can look great. When I first started out, I 
was just using, I had a videography way back when, right? But then once iPhones came out and this, this, these things come out, I just use my phone. I use my phone sometimes and I'll use my videographer sometimes. There are so many apps out there like iMovie and, and they're free apps that you can utilize to like add graphics and things that are so easy to do. Or you can send your videos to something like HireMyMom.com or Freelancer.com or Fiverr.com. Which is really inexpensive. and. Yeah. And you don't have to be tech and savvy about this. All you got to do is send them your unedited raw video and let them mash it up. Yes, exactly. That's, that's exactly my point. And sometimes you just don't even need to even do that. You can just hit record, or do a Facebook Live or record a video and then and, and distribute it properly. It doesn't have to be this polished, super great video. In fact, research shows that unpolished videos actually outperform polished videos. So keep that in mind. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's a good talking point. So, Crystal, when do you decide to do something on your iPhone versus something with a, your videographer? Okay, good good question. So anytime I have a property tour or anything like that, I always use a professional videographer, drone, all of that, right? Because I want, I'm not only marketing the property, I'm marketing myself. Yes, even right now during this crazy competitive time, I still do drone photography, professional videography, everything, because I'm, I'm, it's my fiduciary obligation to give the best service possible. Also, because I'm also marketing myself at the same time that I'm marketing um, my listing. So I find it really, really important and really imperative to do that. But when I'm, let's say I'm at a restaurant and I want to talk about, oh my gosh, I'm here at, you know, at Caps. We just had the most amazing fettuccine ever. And if you are downtown, first of all, Caps is open. Just bring your mask down, come on in and it's time to let, let's eat, right? Then I'll just use my iPhone. Or sometimes I'll interview the, I'll make an appointment with the, with the restaurant and I'll say, hey, can I, can I do a local interview with you? Then I'll bring my videographer. It just depends upon what I want my overall, like who, what's my target audience and what's my purpose. I also have to do something, it's a 17 minute long listing presentation video that I send to people prior to going. And I have that one done professionally with graphics and all that because I'm really trying to establish myself as the authority and to show my professionalism. One of the things that I've learned is when you send a team video or a listing presentation video ahead of time and the potential client takes the time to watch it, your success rate goes way up. They're already sold on you before you walk in the door. You want to win before you arrive, right? So a couple of ways that I'm winning before I arrive. Number one, they're seeing my content online. So they're they're already establishing a relationship with me. I'm already being seen as the authority figure. They're already trusting me right from the video content. When I walk in the door, they're literally hugging me and talking like we're old friends because they feel like they know me. Then before I get to that, once I actually get that appointment, I'm sending a bomb bomb video thanking them. I'm letting them know to check their port because I'm dropping off a market analysis and a, a book that I've written that talks all about selling. And I'm sending um, a digital copy of the book, a digital copy of the, the listing presentation video that I've done, right? Sending that. I'm also calling them to remind them about the appointment and then texting them. All, a lot of that stuff is automatic, right? It's, it's, it's uh, done through um, systems and processes. But all those things, I guarantee that none of my competitors have done. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, Kristen. I'm sure that's a big portion of your success. So you've taken these videos. Where are you posting them? Yeah, so I, I run an ad on Facebook. I run an ad on Instagram. 
I also put the video on my website. So I get SEO, search engine optimization through Google. I also put them on YouTube, even though I don't have a lot of views on YouTube because I don't run ads behind them. I'm still getting SEO through Google. So I put them on there. Um, and then I take short snippets of those videos and I run snippets on Instagram, snippets on Facebook. Uh, they go everywhere. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. What well, thanks for an effective snippet. So like a really good catchy piece, something funny that makes people laugh or some like really, really good informative information. Awesome. What makes for a good ad? So a market update is amazing. Like we average anywhere from like 400 to 700 hours of watch time on every video that we produce. I spend about $200 getting those eyes onto, onto each one of those videos. So people love market updates, but understand this too, Patrick. This is an important point. So there's different phases of customer acquisition. Okay. And depending on what phase the customer is at in the acquisition process or getting to know me, the content might be different. So let me give you an example. If I do a market update that says, hey, now's a great time to buy a home. Interest rates are really, really low. There are a lot of people that aren't listening to me because they don't even think that they can purchase. So think about the seller who wants to sell, but isn't thinking about selling because they know they can't buy because there's limited inventory. They're tuning me out. Think about the the veteran who has a really great job, but doesn't have a lot of money in the bank and their credit score isn't that great. They don't think they can purchase. So they're tuning me out. So when I do a, a regular market update video, that's not a bad thing, but it's more of a, it's more of a nurturing video an authority video, um, a no like trust video. That's the kind of video it is. But what if I do a market update like this? Are you a veteran and you don't have a lot of money in the bank, but you've got you, you're a veteran. You've got a great job and your credit score isn't that bad. Do you know you can probably buy a home? And right now there has never been a better time in history because interest rates are at an all time low. And most likely your mortgage would be less than your rent. Now, all of a sudden I'm talking to that veteran. I'm also marketing, doing some blanket marketing, right? Like talking to everybody because I'm talking about the, the interest rates and it being a good time to buy. But do you see the difference? Yeah, that's a huge difference because you're solving a problem for the clients that they don't even know how to solve or they didn't even know that they had. And that's why it's effective. I feel like you listen to me because that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. When you can solve a problem that somebody doesn't even know they have, you automatically become the authority. So that's phase one. Phase two then in this scenario would be sending and retargeting more nurturing videos. You know, um, how much down payment do you need? FHA loans, right? Like all these different things, uh, you know, veteran loans, targeting them, giving them information about that. Now I'm bringing this cold customer to a warm customer. My idea is to get that warm customer be, to become a hot customer, a hot lead in the fact that they know that I am personally the only one, the very best solution to that problem. So they raise their hand to, and want me to, to work with them. That is attraction-based marketing. So now when Are I do you, let, me, let me ask you a question. Are you doing something to ask them to reach out to you to get any sort of information like through email or what? Tell me, tell me, or are you just wait until they call? I'm going to back it up a little bit. Again, it depends upon what my strategy is. So, so at times I'm retargeting people. I'm asking them to take an action. But sometimes I'm just getting them to know me because here's what most people do. They try to jump into bed before they've ever dated. Okay. 
And you know that in most cases, before you get married, you talk on the phone, you text, you hold hands, you hug, you make out, you get engaged, you get married, then you jump in bed, okay? Maybe not in that order. <laughs> Maybe not in that order, but okay, I get your point. Okay, but what do most marketers do? They say, go to my open house or download, go to my, you know, my seller seminar, go to my buyer seminar. Do you want to see a May request? Let me give you a home evaluation. They start with that. I start with serving, not selling, giving as much value as possible, letting people get to know me first, positioning myself as the expert. And then once they raise their hand and they're watching my content, I'm like, oh, you've watched three videos on selling. Would you now like a market analysis? And then they raise their hand. Yes, I would. Then I forward, then I market more marketing videos to them. Then I send testimonial videos to them. All done through Facebook advertising, right? And then also if they're in my serum, if they've opted in, I start doing it that way as well. Then I start sending more authority type of videos to them. All the while, now I'm winning before I arrive, establishing myself as the expert and I'm converting. So now my conversions are skyrocketing, right? Online leads are less than 3%. I think it's like 2.2 something, something crazy low amount for online leads. But our conversion rates are so, so high. So for an example... So last year was one of the one of the few years I didn't sell over 100 homes because I I only worked about five hours a month five hours a month on real estate creating the scripts and creating the the videos and then my team acts as me so now I coach 99.9 percent .9 of the time I do real estate you know about one percent of the time but we we still closed 90 transactions last year with that strategy so now my brother is me right so. He, him and I are on the videos and he shows up now and takes the appointments. And now my, my team, my transaction coordinator um, helps close the deal along with my brother. So we did 90 homes last year for that record because my focus is coaching. That's really yeah. awesome. That's the true definition of an entrepreneur who can delegate herself or himself out and let somebody else be doing that work. That's excellent. Yeah. So we have systems and processes in place that make that very, very easy. So last year, sold 90 homes, like 82 of them were listings. 48 of those listings came from the process that I just told you about, about selling the home, creating video content regarding selling, targeting people, you know, informational videos, then asking if they like home evaluation, right? And then following it with the process of dropping off the market mouse on their porch, doing a bomb bomb video, telling them to check their email because you're going to explain the, explain the, um, the, the CMA do a Loom video or a Zoom video explaining the CMA to them, right? Drop off a copy of, of the marketing plan, the book, and email it, blah, blah, blah. That resulted in 48 seller transactions resulting in $740,000 in commissions from that one strategy. Which, which, may I ask what your average sales price is? 700, but ours is closer to around 900. So in the area, it's closer to seven. Ours is closer to nine. Awesome. Let me ask you some more questions. When you're deciding on doing, say, a Facebook ad on one of your videos, how are you narrowing the, the search or the audience down or what demographics are you putting into the ad search? So because of the special ad category, it used to be a lot easier where you could literally just take one small area. Now there's a 15 mile radius that you have to do, but that's not a bad thing because Facebook's algorithm starts to sort of know who your audience is. So as people, so like, for example, if I wanted to do a certain neighborhood, right, or a certain zip code, I could buy those zip codes from like Property Radar or one of those other places where you get emails from, upload them to Facebook and then and start targeting that audience 
I still have to do a 15 mile radius, but people that are engaging in there are going to engage more because I've uploaded their email address, right? Now, Facebook's going to find more people like that. Also, I can I can look at interests. What are people interested in, right? So if I have a, I'm going for after a millennial, like what are millennials interested in? They're not interested in the same thing that, you know, a senior is or somebody who's getting married, right? Or somebody who's having babies. So all those different phases of life, there's interests associated with them that you can then add into Facebook. But understand, Facebook is very, very smart. So you want to let Facebook do a lot of the work for you. And I do not mean boosting. Boosting is a big, huge, fat waste of your money because when you boost, you're not able to do, to create the special ad audiences. The special ad audiences which used to be called lookalike audiences, okay? And also that you can't, you don't have the ability to retarget, right? So the retargeting aspect is what makes this work so well, conversions be so so high because I'm I'm targeting people and creating special ad audiences or lookalike audiences to people that are doing similar behaviors, right? So now my conversions are going up because it's like, if I'm bald, I might be interested in hair club for men. But if I have extensions like I do, I'm I'm swiping left, okay? Right. But I'm going through menopause. So if I see something about hot flashes and night sweats, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. Let me click. The more your content speaks directly to somebody's needs and wants and desires and, and the problems, the more they're going to convert. So if I'm just always doing blanket targeting, blanket videoing, you know, it doesn't work as well. There are plenty of times to do that because you're becoming a local celebrity, but I want to do more than become a local celebrity. I want to convert. From what I'm hearing, Krista, it sounds like you have a playful attitude about how you're going to shift up, how you're going to target it. So, like, the fact that you brought up uh, uh, menopause or babies, for example, it sounds like you're trying to see what works and what doesn't work, and you're having fun doing it. Yeah, we, I have a great time. That's one of the things I hear from my students all the time is that they, they enjoy real estate again because they're having a good time. It's fun. I mean, I can tell you that I hundreds of people will tell me now, Anywhere I go, there's I, everyone knows me. There's nowhere that I can go where I'm not known. My pizza boy knows me. The, the dentist knows me. The like everywhere I go, you know, drive through, going to a drive through, they know me. I'm at Home Depot, they know me because they're they're actually positioning this content and the strategy behind getting it seen by thousands and thousands and thousands of eyes, hundreds of thousands of eyes on a consistent basis. It's impossible to think that you can't start doing more business. You know, the old way that the people used to do that years ago when you wanted to be a celebrity is you would buy billboards and you would take out lots of magazines that got delivered at homes and you'd put your, your face on the side of a bus or on the park bench or the grocery shop cart. I assume you're not doing any of that. So I used to do all of those things with the exception of the grocery cart. I still do have a billboard on Highway 4. And that's productive? You find that that's productive? Yes, because people, what I hear from everyone is I see you everywhere. That's the exact, and guess what? I never leave my house. But what I hear from everyone is I see you everywhere. And now they're seeing my brother everywhere, right? So they're seeing our signs. They're seeing the billboard. They're seeing our video ads. I'm not a fan of, of magazines and those kind of things. We, we'll do them occasionally just for one more thing. But if somebody said to me, Krista, here's $1,000 for your marketing for the entire year. What will you spend it on? I would say producing video content and properly distributing it through running ad campaigns. Which is amazing, amazing because of everything mentioned, it's probably the least expensive. Absolutely. And also it views while you snooze. It works for you while you're not working. Your content is doing more selling for you 
than anything else while you're on vacation, while you're sleeping in on Saturday, and while you're having a good time. And so you start to do more business and you're working less, especially if you have the right systems in place and you enjoy what you're doing, right? And converting is easier. You're also attracting your exact ideal client because not everyone's going to like me, which is great. Then they're not calling me, but, but the ones that like me and that are attracted to the way that I do business, they are calling me. So therefore my, my job becomes easier because I'm attracting my ideal client. Yeah. And, and people can tell whether or not they like you or not from video. Whereas some people are not going to, are not going to be thrilled with how quickly you talk. That's going to be like come across as too aggressive to them. So they're not going to, they're not going to respond to you. And other people are going to think, Oh my God, she's so much fun and smart. I definitely want to work with her. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question, Krista. Everything has pluses and minuses. Everything does. What are the minuses to being a celebrity in your local market? Well, you can never have an affair because everybody would know. That's one thing. <laughs> Not that I plan on it. I'm happily married. But I mean, here's one of the negatives. Like, if I ever want to go to Walmart and you look gotta, like people, You got to dress up. You got to dress yeah. up, right? Oh, and I don't. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I'm like in my you know pajamas and my I got my towel in my head. And they're like, Krista, oh, my God. And I'm thinking, how in the hell do you recognize me? I look nothing like... <laughs> Well, the reason they recognize me is because there's plenty of times where I go on without makeup on and like I'll do a video on getting ready in the morning and putting on my makeup and just like talk to the camera about, you know, a great idea that I had or a good book that I read or a good class that I took. I'm not I'm not afraid of, you know, people love imperfection. They don't like you to always be perfect. And they like the fact that you're real. Probably one of the things that I hear more than anything else, too, is like you're just so real. Like I just hear that so often. And I think that people really need to hear this and that, you know, Facebook is fake book and people. Yeah appreciate you being your authentic, vulnerable, normal self, but so many people have the hardest time doing it. So be your authentic, raw, vulnerable, normal self because people love it. Yeah, and I love that not having to get dressed up. I think that's amazing. I think people, a lot of people have made mistakes in doing that in the past because they're make, they're letting everybody know that they're perfect all the time and they're not. So Krista, this has been awesome. I really enjoy talking to you. If you were just going to wrap this up, what would you share with our listeners? If you want to start having more a consistent, steady flow of business and clients, you want it to generate more money and work less doing it and enjoy real estate again, then video and properly distributing it is 100% your answer. And I don't care if you're a brand new agent, somebody in, the, in between or already a top producer, you can double, triple, quadruple your conversions and your commissions. I mean, we've had people do so much more than that because they do it consistently. This is the way to go. Chris, if people want to uh, get a hold of you or uh, check out your coaching services, how would they do that? Probably the best thing to do is they go to kristamayshore.com slash two, the number two days live. That's kristamayshore.com, the number two days live, two days live. I've got a free event, not a free, sorry, it's a $97 event that I do um, once a month and it's two full days of coaching with me. We talk about videos, social media, strategy, the list, the million dollar listing process. We just go over how to um, utilize video and properly distribute it to become hyper local successful. <laughs> well, Krista, thank you so much. I enjoyed talking to you today. I feel like we're kindred spirits and I hope one day our paths will cross. Uh, Patrick, I Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate what you do. Have an amazing day. And everyone, do yourself a favor. Don't just listen. Go implement. <laughs> okay. Thanks, love. Bye.